Hey guys, it's Melissa here. I hope that you guys had an awesome holiday and that you were able to spend time with your family and friends and just enjoy yourself. That's what the holidays are really all about for me. It's all about connecting with my family and relaxing and just being in the present moment. And I hope that you were really able to do that. So today I wanted to talk to you about something I think everyone needs to hear. When I went into a meditation and I asked God what he wanted me to share with you all, the message that I got loud and clear is you need to be proud of yourselves and you need to understand that you are awesome. You have everything you need right now to be successful in your life. The only thing God wants and expects of you is for you to be happy. And that's really it. We've made everything so much more complicated. You know, and I am not trying to get down on any type of religion, but the religions give us a lot of rules that we have to follow and live by. And what God was channeling to me was, those are not important, okay? The important thing is being happy and living your life to the best of your ability. And what I mean is we overcomplicate things. Yes, there are rules that we set for ourselves because we, you know, there's karma. We don't want to hurt others and do things to others. You know, but really, it basically boils down to the golden rule. Treating others as we would want to be treated ourselves. And loving one another. Living in the present moment and not complicating things by getting ahead of ourselves or looking back to the past where we just give ourselves anxiety and we're remorseful and we're shameful and we have guilt for all of the things that happen. What God wants you to know is that he loves you just as you are and he wants you to be happy and that's it. That's really seriously it. We are making things way too complicated in our lives because so many people feel like they have to live to a certain standard or God's going to be unhappy with them. Do you know how many people live in this world guilty and ashamed that they'll never go to heaven because they think that they've done too many things wrong or that they're too unlovable? And there may even be some of you out there listening who've wondered this or who were afraid of this. And I'm here to tell you that, that it's simply not the case. There's nothing you can do, okay? You're a child of God and you are loved. And in his eyes, you will always be loved. And you need to understand that and not carry around with you this judgment and guilt and shame and fear because we're all, we've all been conditioned to carry that around from religion, from our families. It's just what we've been conditioned to. All of us have been, you know, because we had rules that were there to keep us safe when we were younger. But now when we get older, those same rules are just keeping us stuck and small because we're so afraid that if we step one foot in the wrong direction, we're, we're cooked, right? We're doomed. We're never going to get to heaven. And that's so not the case. This reminds me of a story that I heard, and I heard this on um, my uh my mentor, Julia Treat's podcast, she encountered a young boy who was in his teens 
And I'm retelling this story, so if I don't get every detail correct, uh, I apologize, but I'm trying to remember the story exactly. And I believe she had this in her book, too. He, um, <clears throat> she encountered this boy, and he was very scared and frightened. It was a, a boy. I Let me back up. I'm sorry. I'm totally messing up the story. Anyway, this was a young man who had crossed over. So she saw the spirit of this young man, and he was, I think, in his late teens or early 20s. And he was in this house, and the people knew they had this spirit in their house. And when she went to go do the house cleansing, she, you know, she came upon this boy. And the reason that he was still there, his spirit was still there, was because he had committed suicide. And he was so ashamed and so afraid of what he had done. He was afraid that he was going to hell and that God would never accept him. So he wasn't crossing over. He was staying here on this earthly plane because he was too scared to meet his fate. He knew that what he had done was wrong. And he was terrified that he was not going to be going to heaven. And so Julia called in Jesus to come and to get him. And he was greeted with arms wide open by Jesus, who filled him up with so much unconditional love. And he was immediately relieved. And the, the, the lesson here is that there's nothing that we can do to make God not love us. And this is where I had a lot of turmoil, I would say, inner conflict when I was growing up in a certain type of religion. Because what I always heard was, you know, you'll be condemned. You will never get into heaven if you do, you know, if you break a commandment or you do something that's so terribly wrong or if you commit suicide that you will never get into heaven. That's what we were always taught. And I always felt very conflicted about that because it didn't seem right to me. And when I had kids, I felt even more this way because to me, when I had children, I thought there's nothing in the world that they could ever do that would make me say, I don't love my children. And that's not to say that there haven't been times that I didn't like them very much, and I say that with love, but my son and I have had moments where we've butted heads, and I, of course, got the I hate you speech that teenagers like to give, and I knew, you know, that he was just angry, and this was, I mean, I, I said it to my mom growing up. And this did not make me hate my son or never want to have anything to do with my son again. I just, as a parent, understood that this was a phase and he didn't mean what he said and he would see that one day. And that was the absolute truth. That's exactly what happened. So me, being just a human here on earth, being able to forgive my son and to feel that way, how much more loving and forgiving is God? So why would he not accept someone? And I thought how sad it was that this young man believed that 
he wasn't going to get into heaven because of what he did. And there's something that you have to understand. We are all on different journeys. You may never understand why someone does something, but this is a very complicated subject, so to find the words to accurately depict what I want to say, I'm trying to say this in a way that will be understood. You don't understand what someone's mindset is when they take their own lives. You know, some people have mental illness, and we can't judge others. We shouldn't judge others anyway. But we may not understand why people do certain things. It's not really our place to understand that. What is our place is just to love one another and to be understanding and just know that there may be things that you really with your human brain won't understand, and that's okay. But God loves everyone, each and every one of you, and there's nothing that you've done or could do that would make him suddenly feel differently. So the message that I wanna give to you is I feel that some of you don't feel like you're enough or you, maybe you feel like like God has turned his back on you or will because of something you've done. And I'm here to tell you and to deliver the message that that is never going to happen. God never turns his back on you and never will. And it doesn't matter what you've done. He loves you immensely. And if you could just tap into that love and energy, you'd feel how overwhelmingly unconditional this love is. And at no point in time ever will he take back that love for you. The way that I understand just from what I've experienced and from people I've talked to who've also experienced similar things is that when we die, we have to go through a life review and we see our lives and the things that we've done, decisions we've made, but it's without judgment. We look at our lives and we say, what could I have done differently? And the angels point to us, here's what would have happened had you done this differently. This, there was a better way. And we see that and we learn from it, but it's all in a non-judgmental way. So there's never a time where it's, you're going to hell. Like, I don't really, and in my view, and you may disagree and that's fine, you don't have to write to me and say, you're wrong and you're stupid. You don't have to do that. If you don't agree, that's fine. You know, you can take what resonates with you and leave what does not. But I don't personally believe that there is a hell as described in the Bible. I don't think that, you know, there's fire and brimstone. I just, I don't. I think that For some of us, hell is here on earth. It's what we've created for ourselves because we put ourselves in a mental hell by continuing to think negatively, continuing to think bad thoughts about ourselves. And that's what God wants us to stop doing. Stop putting yourself in your own hell here on earth. Because he wants you to be happy here. The reason that we came here is to experience love in all of its forms. 
and different forms of relationships and to experience joy. But many of us aren't experiencing that because we are just too stuck in our own heads. And if you could tap in to source again, because you came from source, you are one with God, you were created from God and by God. So if you would realize that you have so much power within yourself, You are very powerful. And if you could tap into the love that God has for you, you would understand what I'm telling you right now. You would never again question whether you were loved or would be accepted. You just know that you absolutely are. So if you're worried today about whether you're enough, or whether you're making God happy or pleasing God, know that you are, and you're enough, and you have enough. I just feel like there's so many people who question that. They worry that maybe it's like trying to please our parents. You know, do I make you happy? Do I make you proud? Yes, you make God proud. Every day, God understands that this incarnation on this earth is not an easy one. We're used to being in a place where we, anything we can imagine is there, and we're just happy all the time, and there's not this dense energy that brings our energy down. When you're on the other side, your energy is so much higher, And we don't feel the gravity that we have here. And we don't feel the pressure and the, we don't feel all of the stress and the anxiety. We don't have any of that. So to come here and then experience it, it's just like a complete shock to our systems. Because we're not used to that. Life is heavy. It's really heavy. And the fact that you are surviving And some of you thriving is amazing because this is not an easy task. You didn't sign up for an easy job. Coming here is not easy, but you're doing an amazing job and you need to know that. And if you're getting up every day and you're fighting the negative thoughts and you're trying to change yourself, you're doing amazing. Keep going. You've got this. This is what you came here for. Some people will go through their whole lives and never try to change one thing. And that doesn't mean that they're wrong. But look how much you've grown. I mean, you're rocking it. You're here and you've realized that you need to change things. You've realized that it's all about unlearning the conditions that we've learned growing up. It's becoming who we really, really are, which is not the small person who is defined by rules and laws. That's not you. And you know that because you're on this awakening process now 
and you're understanding that it's all about unlearning everything you've learned and learning how to change your mindset, learning how to be a positive person, learning how to get into the flow so that you realize the universe is always providing you everything you need, always. There's never a time when you won't be taken care of. We just forget that. And it's easier to go to that place of fear and worry than it is to trust and have faith. Having faith and trust takes a lot. It's a lot to trust someone or something. And we go through our lives experiencing things that should make us not trust anything ever again, don't we? But it's a test. It's a test of our faith and our trust. But when we remember who we are and where we came from, we would never doubt or question anything ever again. It's all about remembering that. And I know that some of you are going through very difficult things right now. And I just want to send love out to you and positive energy. But the fact that you're choosing to get up every day means that you are a rock star. Because there are so many reasons to just stay in bed and not get out and not do anything. Because it's difficult. It's hard out there sometimes. But I'm telling you, that we make our lives more difficult than they have to be because we don't trust, we don't have faith, we forget who we are. We forget how powerful we are. And it's like we're swimming upstream and we're making our, you know, we're tired, we're making our lives much more complicated because we're not having faith and letting go and remembering that everything we need is already on its way. We've forgotten that the universe has our back. That everything we want is in the vortex and we just have to let go and allow ourselves to flow into it. Wouldn't we fight constantly and feel like we have to struggle to get what we want? It's like we're saying, I don't have faith in you, universe. I don't trust you, God. I don't trust that you have my back. So I'm going to do this myself, my way. I'm going to do this my way and I'm going to fight you every step of the way. And you're just making your life harder. And you're moving farther away from the things you want because it's all down downhill and you're struggling to climb uphill and you're just getting farther away from those things that you're asking for and it's all because you you don't trust you don't have faith that it's going to happen for you and what God wants you to know is he wants you to let go let go and let God because he has beautiful things in store for you 
every single one of you. And every single one of you needs to understand that you deserve it. You absolutely deserve it. But you have to let go. You have to quit struggling. You have to quit overthinking and quit allowing fear to step in and cause you to doubt yourself, to doubt God. Because you're doubting God. When you step in and say, I have to control this, you're doubting God. You're saying, I don't trust that you're bringing this to me, so I'm going to step in and bring it to myself. Why are you doubting? And you may not realize that's what you're doing. But when you have to go in and try to control every outcome, when you get in your head and you think about every possible thing that could go wrong, you are making things so much harder for yourself. You're making yourself miserable. Isn't it tiring? Aren't you exhausted? You're depleting your own energy instead of just letting go. Surrendering is a beautiful thing and it's a powerful thing. It takes a lot of strength to let go. And when we surrender, life becomes a lot easier, a lot easier. I no longer get upset when things that I wasn't expecting to happen, when they happen, or when something is out of my control, I don't let it get to me anymore. I don't get upset. And what I've noticed is things always work out perfectly. And I avoided a lot of unnecessary upset. And all you have to realize is It's going to work out perfectly for you. Just let go. Let go of the need to control when, where, who, how, why. Just let that all go. Because you are making yourself miserable. And that's not what you were here for. And I think that makes God the most sad. Because... He gave us this life and this opportunity to go and find joy. And so many of us aren't finding it. We don't have joy in our lives because we just get in our own head. We get in our own way. And God wants you to know that he's watching you struggle. And he's telling you, stop. Stop struggling. A story is coming into my head to relate to you. And I hope it makes sense, but it's like, have you ever, those of you who have kids, have you ever had, like, your child got a knot in their hair? Or got a piece of gum or something stuck in their hair? And you're trying to help your child get this knot out or get this piece of gum out of their hair? And... Or if you have a pet too, same thing, like the dog or something, get something stuck in their fur. And you're, you're going to try to help them take this out of their hair, out of the fur. 
and they start struggling. Like they start wiggling around and like it was coming out smoothly when they were sitting still, but then they started to like squirm. You know how it is. They start to squirm and you're trying to get this knot and now it's getting more difficult because they're squirming. So you're fighting not only the knot, but you're fighting the child fighting, the fighting you trying to get the knot out or your dog, you trying to get the, the knot out of the fur and it's just making things so much harder. And you're thinking to yourself, and you may have even said that, just sit still or hold still. You know, if you would just sit still, I could get this out. And this is the message I think God wanted me to relate to you because it's a visual we can all probably relate to. And this is what he's telling you you're doing. It's like when a knot, when something shows up in your life that you weren't expecting, an unexpected bill, a breakup, whatever. And so now you have this knot in your life. There's a knot in the path. You weren't expecting this. God has your back and is trying to help you handle it. But when you start trying to control what happens or you get upset about it and you're trying to, instead of just saying, what's this about and surrendering, you have to solve it. You have to fix it. You have to get on it and you start getting upset and you start, it's like you're wriggling around like that child and he's going, I'm trying to help you. And you're making it worse. It's the same thing. God's trying to tell you, just relax. Let go. I've got you. He says, I've got you. And so many of us just are having a hard time trusting. And it's understandable because we've had to rely on ourselves this whole time. All throughout life, it's like we're, we've been taught you have to be self-reliant. You've got to take care of yourself. And God's saying, yeah, but I'm, I'm here. I'm here to help you, but you have to let me. But we've just been so conditioned to do everything on our own instead of surrendering and saying, okay, I'm giving it to you, God, because I don't know what to do with this. Because if we would do that, God's like, I've got you. I've got your back. Let me give you another example. I, you know, this is the first year I've had my business and I filed my taxes and I did them myself because, you know, it's, I just started this business and that's not really very overwhelmingly confusing at this point to do the taxes. So I did them myself and federal went through and I work in one state and live in another. So the state where I work, that went through, no big deal. Federal went through, no big deal. Now, Illinois, of course, you know, I get a letter back saying we don't accept your taxes because we need proof of, you know, of your business. And I thought, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So I send in what they ask for and I get another letter. Nope, no, we don't approve. And the old me would have said, oh, I've been frustrated and started like probably screaming and getting upset. And I just said, okay, what's this about? All right, tell me what I need to do. Angels, help me take care of this. And there was a number on the form, so I called the number. They didn't answer, but I thought, okay, well, I'm just, you know, again, I said, okay, take care of this. Just help me figure out what I need to do. 
and I was supposed to get a refund and it's not even like I was worried about the refund. I just didn't want my taxes to be messed up. So <clears throat> I called the person on a Friday and didn't get anything back until the middle of the next week. I got a phone call back and when I talked to the gentleman, he was super nice and he said, well, we just need proof of these two classes you took for your business. And I said, oh, okay. And I said, well, um, because they said we need your bank account. And I said, well, can I send, because I paid with one by credit card. I said, can I send a copy of my credit card statement and it shows where I paid this? And he said, yeah, sure, no problem. So I don't know what the outcome is yet, but over the phone, he sounded like if I just sent in that one thing, he would release the payment. And it sounded like it was super easy and, you know, I'm, I'm having faith that it will be that easy, that I faxed it and he got everything he needed. And I haven't heard back from him, so I'm assuming that's what's happening. But I could have made that way more complicated than it had to be. I could have gotten upset. I could have lost sleep. And I'm not because I know it's going to work out perfectly the way it's supposed to. And that's how we need to react to situations. Instead of, oh my gosh, now what? Look, this always happens to me. Like, don't do that. Do not go to that place where you say this always happens because it will always happen if you do that. Instead, change your words to, oh, well, I wasn't expecting this. Uh, Julia Treat always says, isn't that interesting? Which is great. Come up with your own phrase if you want. That's interesting is one you could use. Or you could say, well, look at that. Whatever you want to use. But it's your phrase of, well, this happened. This thing happened that I didn't want to happen and wasn't expecting to happen. But that's okay. It's, I'm not going to let this change my whole day. It's not going to ruin my day. And then trust that God has your back. And that the universe, I use these words interchangeably, it's the same. Source, God, the universe is working behind the scenes on your behalf to bring you exactly what you need. It's all working out in divine timing. So when that thing happens, just give it to God. Say, God, take care of this. Angels, take care of this. And then let go and see what happens. At the very least, you're going to keep your peace, which is worth, I think it's an invaluable thing to not have your peace disturbed. So... God wants you to know how deeply loved you are and how deeply proud of you he is and that you just need to let go and let, let God trust that he has your back. He's got you. Oh, don't let the little things bother you. If it doesn't matter in a week, in a month, in a year, it's not worth losing any ounce of peace over. And honestly, nothing is worth losing any peace over anyway. All right, guys, I wanted to pull one card for you. 
And I pulled this from the Crazy Sexy Love Notes deck by Chris Carr. And it's, you are awesome. Your greatest relationship is the one you have with yourself. Build it, strengthen it, praise yourself. Share what makes you proud. Your beaming delight will help others shift from glass half empty thinking to, heck, I'm pretty awesome too. Yeah, it is all shifting your thinking. The glass isn't half empty or half full, it's refillable. You can refill that glass at any time. So know that you will always have everything you need. You are an awesome child of God. And I hope that you guys have an awesome day. If you like this podcast, please share it with others so they can, you know, who doesn't want to feel better about themselves? We need to be sharing this message to everyone. How much better would this world be if everyone understood this concept? It would be a much nicer world, that's for sure, because none of us would be stressed out and angry. We'd all be happy and joyful, living in the flow, living the dream. If you need anything from me, if you want to work with me, please check out my website. I offer many services from Reiki to guided meditations to past life regression. Just check it out. My contact information will be in the podcast description. Join me on my Facebook Lives. They are usually on Tuesdays. Sometimes I have to do Thursdays depending on if I have class or not, but always at 7 I do card readings, and I select lucky viewers for card readings as well. It's always fun. I hope you guys have an awesome week, and I am sending you massive love and light. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.